Joel, the process Embiid. He does it again, just a nuclear performance that gives the Sixers a huge victory over the Boston Celtics and Seth Curry and Tobias Harris came to play when the Sixers were in need of huge help. And I mean some serious help because you might not believe me when I tell you how many points the entire Sixers bench scored. That and more right now on Locked On Sixers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Sixers. I am your host, Serena Winters, former Sixers sideline reporter, serving up content to Sixers fans. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Twitter at Serena Winters. Thank you so much for everybody who's been leaving five-star reviews, tweeting at me. I love when you can be a part of the show, and that's why I really enjoyed yesterday's mailbag, too, just opening up and taking questions from you. We truly appreciate you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Plus, we've got great sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. It's showtime, baby! Holy monster Embiid! Where to even begin with his performance against Boston? Well, let's see. First, can I just get into my favorite Embiid fadeaway from that game? Because I felt like it was just Joel Embiid fadeaway after fadeaway. And 13.1 seconds left on the clock against Boston. Sixers up to Canner or Freedom, and as Canner Freedom, whatever you want to call him, guarding Joel Embiid. Marcus Smart comes over to double team Joel. And Joel is just like, hey, I'm driving left and I'm absolutely draining a 17 footer to put the Sixers ahead for, without question. I mean, it was nasty. Just ridiculous. Can I steal an adjective real quick from Worldwide Wob on Twitter? He's a great follow. He said it was just nuclear. And for me, that's what it was. That's how Joel was this game. And even though you use those adjectives to describe him, you still feel like he's even better than what he showed out there. Like it was almost a calm game and he just took it over in the fourth. I mean, he scored 17 points in the fourth quarter on his way to 41 points. And those 17 points were in like the final five minutes of the game. I mean... He just took it over. He was 14 of 27, went to the free throw line 14 times, made 12, finished with 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 blocks, 2 steals. I don't even care right now about the 5 turnovers because if he can have a performance like that, and yes, he had a couple of passes that are double teams that led to turnovers and can certainly improve there, but I mean, this was a great Joel Embiid performance. And stat-wise, I mean, after this game, 
you're just reading stat after stat of, hey, another thing that Joel Embiid has done. Josh Schrager, who I used to work with over at NBC Sports Philadelphia, he does a great job searching for different stats and graphics. And he got this one from Sport Radar, it looks like. 40-plus points, 10-plus rebounds, 5-plus assists in a game. Joel Embiid is the first 76er with those numbers versus Celtics since Dolph Shays in 1960. Continuing for ESPN Stats and Info, Joel Embiid had 40 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and 4 blocks in a game for the third time in his career. Guess who the only player with more such games since blocks became official in 73 and 74? I'll wait. Nicknames the Skyhook Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with four. I mean, he was just ridiculous. He really was. And to be honest with you, Joel Embiid, Steph Curry, and Tobias Harris were the only three Sixers that offensively really did much in this game. Those three guys combined for 92 points against Boston. Tim Bontemps, who works for ESPN, threw this stat out there that he got. It is the most by any trio of teammates in a regular season game this season. So that goes to also show you the bench. Look, the Sixers, granted, did not have did not have bodies against Boston. I mean, the Sixers were without Tyrese Maxey. He was still dealing with that quad contusion. Furkan Korkmaz has that non-COVID illness. And then you've got three other Sixers in COVID protocols. And Shake Milton, Andre Drummond, George Nying, all of those guys out with COVID protocols. And, of course, Ben Simmons. So, the bench. You ready for it? You ready for how many points the bench scored in this game? Because it's not just in single digits. It's just one above zero. One point, one point the entire Sixers bench scored against Boston. Wow. Just wow. It is the lowest bench point point total for any team since Miami beat Philadelphia back in April 2015. And if that doesn't seem long ago to you, I know it's just, what, seven years ago, but Rich Hoffman of The Athletic pointed out that in that game, the Heat played five guys, except for Haslam just getting those seven minutes off the bench. And you had two teams that were basically trying to intentionally lose. That game was nuts. Um, This game was a bit different. For the entire Sixers bench to just come out and score one point? One point? I mean, thank goodness for Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, and Joel, who all all played really, really solid games. All right, coming up, we are getting into this game because it was a great game. It really was. We've got a lot to talk about. But first, let me tell you about Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Yeah, I'm sure you do. It's all about the money. It is a business scam. It is out to get you. So don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. On average, people who use Truebill save up to $720 a year. That's right, folks. And I am not embarrassed to tell you that there have been times where I've gone on and logged into my bank account 
and said to myself, what is this charge for, you know, $14.95 a month? Why am I just seeing it now? Well, it turns out they've been charging me that for the past four months I didn't notice, and I can't get that money back. That's where Truebill comes in. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. That's truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Bet Online AG has you covered all season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, mine's craps. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Sixers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So I mentioned the Sixers were down a lot of bodies again against Boston. So the Sixers starters in this game were Joella Bede, Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, Danny Green, and Matisse Thibel. And this one, I mean, just... <laughs> How this one started off was almost a nod to this season for the Sixers. Because remember the last time the Sixers were in Boston this season and they had delays for all of the net issues, right? Like, I think I even did a segment on how you put a net on an NBA rim because of all the net issues and how many delays there were. Well, guess what? This game was delayed as well, but not due to net issues. It was delayed for a fire alarm. So once this game got going, immediately within the first couple of minutes, Joel Embiid twisted his knee pretty early. Lucky he was able to just kind of bounce right back pretty quick after a play or two. Um, But my favorite play from the first quarter of this game was an incredible feed from Joel inside to Matisse for the alley-oop. I mean, you just don't see Embiid make a ton of those passes throughout his career. And man, it was beautiful. The Sixers got off to an early lead there in the first quarter. And then I blinked and all of a sudden the Sixers lineup was Seth Curry, Isaiah Joe, Henry, Tobias Harris, and Charles Bassey. And I said, oh, okay, here's here's another new lineup for us. Um, But Seth Curry had an incredible first quarter. I mean, he was the MVP of that first quarter. He finished with 10 points. Four of five shooting, and another reminder watching this game that Curry just does a really good job of drawing the defender to him before he passes out, right? To ensure that whoever is a recipient of his pass is actually open and it's an easier shot for them. He just does a really good job of that. There's so many other guys in the NBA that will get rid of the ball too quick. And at that point, they haven't drawn that second defender to him. And Curry does a really, really good job of that. So the Sixers led 28-20 at the end of the period. And pretty crazy, all 28 points the Sixers scored were points that either Joel, Tobias, or Seth Curry scored or assisted on. 
So remember when I mentioned that crazy lineup with Isaiah Joe and Aaron Henry in there and Charles Bassey? Well, that will be a theme as to why the uh, Sixers bench failed to score in this one. Second quarter hits and the Sixers start the second quarter with Tobias Harris, Isaiah Joe, Charles Bassey, Aaron Henry, and Miles Powell. The recent signee that we talked about in yesterday's podcast got some time. And look, not a great lineup, obviously, but it was the Joel Embiid and Seth Curry show in the second quarter. Joe had 10 points, Curry had 8, and Joel's just hitting fadeaways over Cantor. Curry, my favorite play of that second quarter, he just had an incredible teardrop, just lay up high off the glass, so high, and it just floated right in my favorite play of that quarter. And at halftime, despite the Sixers not getting any production from guys not named Embiid, Curry, or Harris, the Sixers had a two-point lead, and Curry had 18 points by halftime. Third quarter hits, and Boston gained a little momentum. They uh, took their first lead after a series of bad Sixers possessions, anything from a bad Seth Curry pass, then you had a shot clock violation, just a, just a bad start to the half. And Matisse Thibel gets teed up, and the Celtics end up taking a four-point lead in the third. Boston finished that third quarter up by five, and in large part due to the Sixers' inability to stop the Celtics in the paint. I mean, the Celtics almost doubled the Sixers' paint points by the third quarter. And I don't know why in that third quarter we didn't just see Joel and Curry running that two-man action all third quarter long. I mean, really all game long. They got back into it in the fourth quarter, but that was what was working. And I just wouldn't have not have gone away from that. But fourth quarter hits, and it starts to get exciting. So Harris kicks it off, drains a three, and then he's got another one of those crazy bench lineups to, to start that fourth quarter. Joel checks in, 10 minutes to play. Then you have Peyton Pritchard for the Celtics just going off, pulling up from everywhere, draining threes. He finished with 14 points. And the Sixers find themselves trailing by seven points with 4.14 left to play. Danny Green finally steps up, does something good in this game. He has a huge offensive rebound. And then he gets it out to, somehow the ball gets out to Matisse Thibel for three for three. And you're thinking to yourself, Matisse Thibel for three? And guess what? Thibel hits it. He hits a huge three-pointer and the Sixers are within four. And then Matisse comes back on the other end, draws an offensive foul on Jason Tatum, which was huge. And then you've got some Embiid free throws, Thibel picking up his sixth foul, Doc challenges it, doesn't get it, but they do get a technical foul in the process. Harris makes a free throw. And look, it's just kind of going back and forth here. Danny Green has a really stupid foul where he's holding on to Marcus Smart's arm in the fourth. That leads to Celtics free throws. And right when that happens and you're kind of going, Danny, you know, what are you doing? Right? Danny Green then hits an incredibly important three-pointer after that bad foul, which was huge. And then, look, it just becomes the Joel Embiid show. Joel Embiid fadeaway after fadeaway after fadeaway. And I mean three in a row. 
Curry, Embiid, two-man game again and again. It's just so fun to watch. You're screaming at the TV if you're watching it. I mean, you really are. Going back to that play I mentioned to start the podcast, the play with Joel Embiid with just, what was it, something like 11 seconds on the clock, something like that. Actually, no, it was 13.1 seconds on the clock. That's what it was, where he's double-teamed, And he just drains a 17-footer while being double-teamed by Canner and Marcus Smart. I mean, it was just, it was the icing on the cake. It really does. It really, really was. And look, the, the Celtics had a chance. They had a few seconds on the clock, and Marcus Smart just tries to heave this full court pass. And I don't know why he attempted to do that when he had plenty of time on the clock to do something else. Um, But Joel Embiid grabs it. And then they foul him. He makes both free throws to ice the game and 41 points for Joel Embiid. And look, this was a big Sixers victory because the Sixers were at 500. Now they're a game over 500 and they needed a momentum change here. They got it. All right, we've got more that we did not get to in tonight's game, including stuff from post-game, and we're going to do some player grades, so don't go anywhere. But first, let me tell you about Boost Mobile. Look, you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Plus, you can get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Before we get into player grades, I thought it was interesting that Doc Rivers said postgame that he thought... His team had a calm tonight. And I thought the word calm was interesting because after he said it, I kind of said to myself, that word makes complete sense. Like watching that game, I felt the same too. Th- same thing too. It did feel like they had a calm out there. And that's that's what you want. So definitely a positive. And Doc said they were just in a great mental place. They wanted that game. And you could tell. So look, that was an important win for the Sixers, and it was against Boston, which always helps. So let's get into some player grades. I've got a lot of A's to give out for the first time on the pod. First time with a lot of A's on the report card. We'll start with Joel Embiid, A+. I mean, A+. I don't care about the five turnovers in that game. He had an incredible night. I don't need to go over it again. You know all the stats. You know all the big plays. I already told you. But let's go down the list here because he's not the only one. Seth Curry, Tobias Harris both deserve A's in this one. Something underrated for Harris that I had circled on the box score. And actually shout out to Paul Hudrick who does a great job for Liberty Ballers. Um, He actually pointed out that 
An underrated stat from tonight was Tobias Harris getting to the free throw line 10 times. 10 times. Love that. Would love to see more of that. I mean, that's if he could do that, that would be a huge improvement. He was also 3 for 3 from beyond. So that was also big time from Harris. He has struggled. We have been tough on him on the podcast, and he was really solid in his 41 minutes. Also, Seth Curry, 26 points, 10 of 14. Look, those three guys carried the team. They really did. So we can quickly talk about the other players. I would say Danny Green, about a B-. minus. I mean, he had he did have a huge... Uh, offensive rebound in the fourth quarter. He did come up with a clutch shot, but he, I don't know. He was, he was just all right. Just all right. Matisse Thibel, huge defensively, huge defensively. I know he fouled out of this one, but you already heard me mention he also had a really big three-pointer. One of those three-pointers where you kind of go, no, 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 why are you passing it to Tease in the crucial moments of this game from beyond? And then he just showed us all up and nailed it. I, got, I, I love that he is not afraid to take them, even though he has struggled to make them. So love to see that from him giving him a B, especially because he was just so big defensively. He had three steals, guarded Tatum really well. And then look, do we want to go over the other guys? Because the only other guy to score for the Sixers was Isaiah Joe, who in his 26 minutes off the bench had one point. And Charles Bassey, Aaron Henry, and Miles Powell all who got time off the bench did not score. Big goose eggs there. Uh, I will mention it was you know kind of neat to watch Miles Powell, who the Sixers just signed out there. He's, he seemed like he tried to be aggressive with a couple of shots in his first few minutes. And if you can find his postgame sound somewhere, it was fun to listen to him talk about how crazy the past week has been for him. So it is definitely something that I would recommend. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We are back on the trade talk tomorrow. We are going to hop on with Locked On Kings, Matt George, and talk about whether the Kings and the Sixers could make for good trade partners in a Ben Simmons trade. Thanks for making Locked On Sixers your first listen every day. How about you make Locked On Bets your second listen? Y'all know the drill. We will see you tomorrow.